I've been pretty busy lately. I haven't had much of a chance to drop in and see you. But I've been thinking about you a great deal. You're not only late, but you're playing games. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And they complained about time too, about not playing D&D. It was free for all, and I heard him say, he bought my Borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick, cause you're incapable M&M's. from Seattle out to the UK to wish my buddy a happy birthday. He may be a thrall, but he damn well is free. Hell yeah, Spencer, you're now 53, not 52, 107. My love for you goes to 11. Happy birthday, dude. Have a rad day. You kick ass. That's all I gotta say. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Joe. That was a sheer joy to receive. The irrepressible Joe Richter there from Hindsightless. And I've got to say, Joe, with a flow like that, there's no way in hell you ain't old school. Thank you so much for that. And I can only apologise for taking so long to getting round to giving that an airing. My name's Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall. This is Keep Off The Borderlands, a podcast about RPGs and stuff. And talking of old school, smooth. OSR October came and went and I only managed to eke out a pitiful episode and a half. And I'll be getting back to that later. Now, not only did I neglect October, but it appears that I've also neglected November. Fortunately, OSR October wasn't left up to me. So many others were putting out some really great content last month. It's creator Rob C of Down in the Heap, obviously. Pink Phantom of Phantom Thoughts. Daniel Norton of Bandit's Keep. BJ of The Arcane Alienist. Evil Jeff of Minions and Musings. Menion, also known as Rob, of Confessions of a Wee Timorous Bushy. Joe of the Decahedron RPG Podcast. An episode from Anthony Runeslinger Boyd of Casting Shadows and even old Spike Pitt himself, Colin Green, managed to get in on the action. If I've missed anyone out there, sincerest apologies. And on the subject of other podcasts, we saw the return of Eric Saulsweedle of the Omega 3D Chicken Coop. And I'd like to give a shout out to the new kid on the block, Merc the Meek. That's Merck, M-I-R-K-E, who put out a couple of episodes just a few days ago. I always love hearing a new voice. Very promising start, kicking off with an episode inspired by the work of Goblin's Henchmen, all about creating personalities in RPGs. So I urge you all to go and check that out. It's up to four episodes already. What do you mean to shame? Now, let's see if there's anything lodged in the speak pipe. 
hey, Spencer, happy birthday. Hope you have a good weekend and good week uh, celebrating your birthday. Welcome to the 53 and older club. I don't know. So I did have a question for you. I don't know why I'm asking you. I'm sure I could ask a number of people, but maybe it just came to me as I was listening to your podcast. Is OSR just D&D revival? Because there are a lot of old games, I would say, for example, Traveler, um, Harn World, Harn Master, that came out in that time frame, uh, 77, 81, 83. And um, yeah, they've been redone, revived, I would say. So it's Mongoose Traveler 2, part of the OSR, is Harn Master 3 OSR. I don't know. It's a question that I might have. I would ask. I might have. Maybe OSR is relative. Maybe it's old school relative to you and what you want to play. I think so. Or maybe I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, good to hear you. You should have more of these, but it seems like you're kind of busy, and that's okay. All right. Talk to you later. Hi, Carl. Carl Rodriguez of the Geomologist Presents there, and thank you very much for the birthday wishes. That's an interesting point about other games. I do think it depends how much those older games have changed over the years with different additions as to whether we can learn anything new from looking at their roots. I guess that's that's the point of uh, the Renaissance or the revival as i see it i think there's a good case that D is somewhat different to a lot of games in the respect that it has changed quite significantly across editions traveler Han master may qualify but i have little knowledge of either i have to say and i don't really know how much they have changed over the years what elements may have fallen by the wayside and may benefit from re-examination. Uh, uh, yeah, I really don't know. But you're right about the the R should probably stand for relative. You're also correct. There should be many more of these episodes from me. I have been shirking my duties. I can certainly relate to what Ray Otis was saying on episode 569 of Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Um, seems so long ago now. I think of a topic and quite often there's so much that could be said about it, yet I don't feel I can really devote the time necessary to do it justice. So I either end up not doing anything or end up just giving it a passing mention, if it's lucky. On the subject of episode frequency, uh, my youngest daughter has just recently started nursery. And uh, as a home dad, that should give me a little more quiet time in which to get some recording done. So hopefully things are going to change around here. But thank you very much for your call, Carl. Much appreciated. So, uh, yeah, giving things 
a passing mention rather than doing them justice is precisely what happened in my last episode and I wish to ratify that here. Ratify? Surely I mean rectify. Gus L is responsible for Tomb Robbers of the Crystal Frontier, an old school adventure for level 1 characters which I looked at back in episode 210. There's also a bunch of trifolds that Gus has previously released for the Crystal Frontier setting. And there's also an upcoming adventure called Bronze Bones of the Crystal Frontier, which looks like it might have a little more of a sword and sandal influence. Gus also writes the All Dead Generations blog, which covers all aspects of old school gaming Dungeon crawling, hex crawling, design principles, tips, procedures, that kind of stuff. And in my last episode, I shared a link to an archive of free adventures that Gus has released over the years through this blog and his previous blog, Dungeon of Signs, that that kind of charts his evolution as a dungeon designer. Obviously, I'll put that link in the show notes here too. He starts off that particular post by sharing a little about his political leanings. And if you have a problem with that, you might want to think twice about using his free stuff, which I think is fair enough. Um, Some of the stuff is a little unpolished with a few layout issues, but content wise, it's all really good stuff. There are a few things here designed specifically for use with Patrick Wetmore's anomalous subterranean environment which obviously contains some gonzo science fantasy elements there are a few more things intended for use with his crystal frontiers setting which he describes as high magic apocalyptic fantasy and a bunch of other stuff which tonally speaking probably doesn't stray too far from the previously mentioned content all of which I think could be dropped into any fantasy setting that wasn't strictly medieval. And even then, I think there's plenty of interesting stuff here to play around with, regardless. A lot of it's low-level introductory stuff. There are a few one- or two-page dungeons, pirate adventure. Um, There's Prison of the Hated Pretender, which is one that stands out particularly to me probably because it's presented as like a learning dungeon, not unlike Skirple's Tomb of the Serpent King. But there is broader stuff here too, a sandbox with faction play and a few things for mid to slightly higher level players. There's even a set of house rules for OD&D, which contain rules for steam-powered mech suits if you're into that sort of thing. So, all in all, a nice little selection of stuff, I think, and uh, well worth checking out. Hold on a second. What's that I can hear? I think it might be a late arrival. 
Hey, Spencer. This is uh, Merck the Meek. Thanks for calling into my podcast. Um, <laughs> I was just listening to the Crawl movie night uh, over on Nerds RPG Variety Cast, and I'm listening to you do your color commentary. I uh, I feel like you've missed your calling. I was <laughs> laughing out loud at the <laughs> they don't make lava like they used to. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, just uh, really enjoying that. Um, so <laughs> I thought I'd call in to let you know. I, I appreciate it. Um, so hopefully you can get back to podcasting yourself soon. I hope you feel better and things calm down. So uh, just uh, thanks for the laughter. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, hey. A timely message from the aforementioned Merck the Meek there. Thank you very much for that, Merck. It is something that I kind of grew up doing, sitting around with pals, pulling some poor movie apart and cracking-wise. I'm glad you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed putting that together. If you're not sure what Merck is referring to there, the last Monday of each month is Movie Monday over on Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Another great idea inspired by Goblin's Henchman, where a movie is selected, the listeners watch it, we all send in our thoughts. Jason puts it all together in a very entertaining episode. This month's movie was Kroll, the 1983 science fantasy classic. And your contribution to that episode, your little commentary that you did there, was very enjoyable a little more insightful and probably a little more informative than my own attempt. Really good to hear from you, Merck. Thanks very much for that. Well... That's quite enough from me. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate all the messages I receive. If you'd like to contact me, you can leave an audio message via speakpipe.com slash keepofftheborderlands, all one word. You can contact me via email, spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. You can also find me on Discord, as detailed in the show notes, and at freeforall on Instagram, Sky and that dumpster fire formerly known as Twitter Mastodon at freethrall at mastodon.social if you're that way inclined and there's even a Keep Off The Borderlands Facebook group all those links and more can be found at freethrall.card with two rs.co you can hear me in actual plays on Grizzly Peaks Radio if you're into that sort of thing and there's always the Stockasium newsletter on Substack. If you'd like to support the show, you can at co-fee.com slash freethrall. There's my itch page, or you can even try giving it a review. The music for Keep Off The Borderlands is provided by the multi-talented Mr. Timothy J. Drennan. And it just remains for me to say, take it away. TJ.
Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.